today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Tech Talk. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM, FPM3 Marketing, and Vacuuman, who sponsored this fine show, is with us once again. I hope you had a great week, Adam. I did, Bill. I did. You know what? Considering what I've been dealing with with the snow, I mean, it's it's actually oh, yeah. been a, a decent week. I mean, um, I, I'm one of those. Is there, is there a Rumba snow clearer right now that can do my driveway? It's so funny you say that, Bill. I was telling my father, you know, I was having troubles with my snowblower, and I'm actually talking to my father about the. It was having difficulties, so to speak, mechanical difficulties, and uh, I literally, as I'm speaking to my father, I had an ad show up with the S1 Snowbot asking if I would like to pre-order. And, you know, we say our devices are listening. We talk about it on Tech Talk. And I, I said to my dad, I'm like, I think it's like literally paying full attention to me. Now, keep in mind, Bill, I got every setting known to man on my phones and smart devices, just, you know, letting it track and do what it needs to do for the sake of the show specifically. But anyway, the S1 Snowbot is available and I've been researching it. It's it's going to be coming out uh, apparently next year. And I've, I've, I'm, I haven't done it yet, but I'm so close to putting down that deposit. Well, uh, if they want to do a test drive, uh, just give them my address, would you please? Okay, because I could use something like that. I got uh, two things I want to start before we get into the to the body of the show here. Uh, one is tech, uh, and I just yes. want to reiterate what you and I have been talking about for as long as we've been doing this show, which is a long time now, uh, how we rely on tech every day. And yeah. uh, our producer, Alicia, and I were just talking about a, an old rock movie. We were talking about Journey and, and Don't Stop Believing. She says, what was the, the, the Broadway musical? And I couldn't think of it. And, and 25 years ago, you'd rack your brain for a week until the finally popped in. Google, Google our li- where would we, our lives be without Google? I, I got the answer in 10 seconds. We are so reliant on, on this stuff right now. It's, it's really become part of our lives, hasn't it? 100%. And I mean, it was funny. I, I, I was talking to, uh, uh, you know, in the agency side of my business, I deal with clients who were talking about where to get found in Google. And, uh, and my, my, my client actually said to me, what about Bing? And I thought, what is Bing? And I mean, I'm in tech. And I, I had to, it caught me off guard. I'm like, Bing, what is this? Is this a new app you're talking about? What is, what do we do here? Let me Google Bing for a moment. And oh, you mean the search engine? So you're right. It is just, it's a, it's almost like air. It's just, it's a, it's an expected function of how we operate today. One other thing before, because I got to talk about this. Uh, Adam Oldfield is, is, is going to be a movie star. Now, <laughs> I, 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 I need to qualify that because. Sure. I, I I know you're going to hate me for bringing this up. Adam no did do a movie. He was had a small part in a movie a few years ago. Very forgettable movie, uh, but it was a start. I mean, and, and and you know that's that's how all careers start. Uh, but you have uh, been offered a part of a, of a very famous individual. Now I know you can't talk too much about it right now, uh, right. but first of all, congratulations on that. And uh, uh, this is this is something that I I know that you're awfully proud of. I, yeah, you know what? I can't actually, I can only disclose so much, but the one piece I can tell you, and and it was, again, uh, you and I go back some time. So my personality is very much resembling, re- resembles a, a past comedian and my physique and otherwise very much matches this gentleman. And I, I, I had a friend of mine send me a note uh, from my Rotary Club and he said, hey, you might want to consider this. And I thought, what the heck? M- Michelle and I talked about it. She goes, go for it. I, I auditioned for a part and I got it. I am going to be uh, I'm going to be in a TV show. It's coming up. I can't give any more details, but I can tell you I get to play the character of Chris Farley. So I will wow. be 
Chris Farley in an upcoming TV uh, uh, series, uh, and I'll have more details when I'm allowed to speak to it, but that's, uh, I've been honored with the opportunity to actually represent a comedian, which I have so many similarities to in so many ways. Anyway, that, uh, more to come on that, and, and, but congratulations. That's, uh, that's Thank fabulous. You. Thank really, you. Really happy. Uh, let's, let's get into this now. And Tesla, uh, uh, who's had some good news and some bad news as of late, uh, you know, with uh, their, especially with their autonomous vehicles and things of this nature, but uh, they're making some adjustments. You know, I always get concerned about Facebook and Google Fiber. Uh, Tesla uh, is, is trying to make it, shall we say, their cars more user friendly. That's, that's a pretty good description, isn't it? <laughs> you know what? That's, you always know how to make a cup half full. I'll tell you that, Bill. Let me tell <laughs> everyone right now what the facts are. Bill's being very, very nice. The fact is Tesla and many Tesla owners probably may not even realize that or have encountered this issue is that they are monitoring more about you than probably your smartphone. And it's got to the point where obviously when we purchase a vehicle and, and we've heard of stories of you don't give it an oil change your warranties void well this is even better tesla knows so much about your car that it's actually been a concern with regards to adjusting the seats so you get in your car you're just not comfortable you may have a preset but maybe you know you have your your wife in the car or you know your friends you're picking up and everyone adjusts the seat the way you want well Tesla will monitor how often you do it. So if you're, you know, adjusting the lumbar, moving it up, moving it back. And it reminded me of planes, trains, and automobiles. Do you remember with John Candy yeah. uh, and Steve Martin? And he's like moving the chair and it's back and forth and then it just breaks. Um, anyway, Tesla can read everything. And so now what's Tesla's doing is when you over abuse Oh, again, I'm going to say that again. When you abuse a setting, as simple as adjusting your seat, the first is it will say, please be advised that you are excessively using your seat. And if, you, if you're like, whatever, I'm just going to keep going, it will shut it off. It will just say, forget it. You've exceeded your seat track uh, usage and will not work. And it puts a time limit to say your seat will be able to adjust in four hours, 24 hours or otherwise. So now Tesla's reaction to this is we're doing it for the sake of warranty and wear and tear on your vehicle. I have to say that uh, it's your property. You purchase it. And there's no way that no, no vehicle that I could ever imagine would shut off the usage uh based on they don't want to repair the 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 issue but this is how much bill tesla the vehicle uh knows about you they know when you're putting on that clicker and how often you adjust that seat that's bizarre i mean who, I, I can't understand the rationale for actually implementing something like this because it's well, basically saying you know we're controlling your car yeah and and and, and, and in fact the they user. are they are but i mean you don't you don't want it to be that blatant well, and it's really proprietary to what you want to use. I mean, I, I can't even imagine that if I was using my watch and I kept testing, you know, checking the time and it says, hey, you've exceeded the amount of times to check your watch. We're shutting it off. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's it's like, what? What I paid for this. Am I not allowed to adjust it? But this is something that I guess Tesla and again, they use the seat uh, and it wasn't Tesla announcing it. It was actually users of Tesla are complaining to the fact that their their systems or uh, the settings in their in their vehicles are not operating properly. And they're being told by Tesla, we're shutting it off until you learn your lesson not to adjust the seat or find a comfortable setting and don't touch it. 
Um, so it, it's a what they I guess it's terminating that chronic abuser of those seat settings. But again, it's it's uh, uh, very interesting that this is the power a company can have, even though you paid between you know fifty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars for a vehicle. Uh, Tesla's doing this to monitor the lifespan of the vehicle itself. Uh, Blackberry's still around. A lot of people may have forgotten that name. I mean, they were you know the the gold standard for many many years. Uh, but as you've told us, uh, okay, maybe the phone thing's not working out for them anymore, although right. they, they haven't totally given up on that. Uh, but you always maintain that the power of BlackBerry, of course, was their patents uh, and a number of other things that they've come up with, uh, which they still hold. Uh, they're selling one of them off. What's the story behind this? Well, they've sold off their intellectual property, the, their patents. And BlackBerry has a lot of patents. For $600 million, they sold it to a company called Catapult IP Innovations. They bought the patents for this uh, company, which was, uh, you know, the disclosing how they did it was like $300 million and then $30 million a year. But these patents are being used every day by Google, Facebook, uh, name it, any L LG, uh, which doesn't make phones anymore, but Samsung. And it's been one of those things, you know, many people, you're right, as you said it, Bill, BlackBerry was the pioneer of, of coming up with smart devices. They, they really set the standard. So there's certain things that we kind of take for granted. Like, for example, you get a message on your phone or maybe, you're, you know, on, on even Apple for that matter, you get a message and you see that little number that pops up that says how many messages are, are waiting for you. One, two, three that you haven't opened. That is a patent that is owned by BlackBerry. The actual QWERTY keyboard on a mobile device is, is again, BlackBerry holding down the shift key on a, on that keyboard and pressing another button again that's a BlackBerry so there's so many apparently um okay so that's great news why would they sell it what would be the reason well you know BlackBerry's been focused on its security and its QNX system which is really uh you know the 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 software that that engineers most vehicles that are on the road but this is where the company i guess BlackBerry's never gone after any of the proprietary licensing rights that they have that they that they've actually registered and own they did it back in 2008 against microsoft and of course uh bill i mean anyone who goes to court has probably very much a time to sit back and go okay this is going to be years in the courtroom arguing debating defending um anyway so the company's going to be taking all these patents blackberry's patents and get ready we will be talking in tech talk in the future of all of those licensing abuses that we've seen all the other companies and, and pretty much all of them name it they're abusing and using any blackberry patent um we're going to be hearing a lot about everyone getting getting charged or getting uh served papers to uh, start coughing up and the obviously the idea is this company believes there's more than 600 million dollars worth of licensing rights they can go after uh this kind of falls under the theme what you were talking about earlier about how the uh, the 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 toys and the, and the electronics we use are actually tracking us, paying more attention to us than we are to them sometimes. Uh, and I guess a lot of people don't realize this. I mean, if you, you're just using, I know a lot of people use a stylus, but if you use your hand uh, to work over your phone, to, to you know, to log in, whatever, uh, they, they can track that fingerprint. I mean, they know, and they're tracking how often you're doing this. It's very similar to this. And I know that there are some researchers uh, in, in France, Israel, and Austria, Australia, rather, yeah. uh, that are looking into this and trying to use that technology. 
Well, you know what? Yeah, we take for granted that we use our biometric information. We literally get access and we log into our devices. Well, this device that we log into is being tracked by the central processing unit. And it's giving us access to now be able to, or giving access to the users. And they, but this is the part that is, you know, we kind of take for granted that, is it really secure? And uh, these universities have been able to now say that your information, when you use your biometric, uh, it, it actually logs it locally on your phone. So let me try to dumb it down. You put your fingerprint on it, you look at your phone, your facial recognition, whatever. And it the system on the phone, is what opens up. It says you are now accessing uh, permissions, your bank account, your whatever you've set up, your biometric access. But the information when you do that is what's being logged. And that information is being tracked. And that's the part which is not necessarily your fingerprint and your facial, but the fact that you've logged in is now tracking where your smart device is. So it's under scrutiny right now, Bill, that this is unethical the way the tracking's done. And there's gonna be a lot more discussion in regards to, wait a minute, if we're gonna lock our devices and make it secure, um, how do we stop the ability of others tracking and having access to that because you know really that information is required to to log into your bank account because that needs to get into the server so this is going to be a, an interesting point that you know we kind of take for granted you put your fingerprint on it you get access you go yay it works but nobody really thinks how is that impacting the privacy settings behind the scenes i uh, got a couple of minutes left i got to get into this i'm i'm sure many people have seen this this television commercial in the last couple of weeks, and, and it, it really catches your attention. Uh, it's the latest innovation with Apple and, and the Apple Watch. And, and the, the, the long story and short of the commercial uh, is basically Apple tracking this guy. Apparently, this guy has an accident and is unconscious. Uh, and app, the, his Apple Watch identifies that and calls the authorities. And I thought, boy, that's a stretch. But this is the technology exists for this. This is this is kind of like take a member OnStar. General Motors had OnStar a few years ago. Uh, and they would get you out of trouble. But you had to contact them. Uh, this yeah. is the watch basically looking after you, isn't it? Well, yeah, exactly. And the way it worked was during this cold snap on the East Coast, and uh, what happened was a gentleman, an elderly gentleman, slipped and fell. Uh, and when he fell, he, he was deemed, you know, unconscious or very barely conscious. His Apple Watch detected the fall. And what happens is when that happens, you have the option, Apple will, you know, vibrate or make a noise. And you can then say, would you like to contact the authorities? Or are, are you okay? Um, what happened was because he was barely conscious, he wasn't able to tell the watch that he was okay, which was good because he wasn't able to. And it, it instantly notified the local uh, authorities and the fire department was able to get this notice. And when they arrived, they found him, uh, you know, and it was so cold that they managed to get him just in time and got a medical attention. Um, but again, when we take a look at our smart devices and, and think to ourselves, they're tracking us and doing so much about it. This is an example of where an Apple watch actually just saved that man's life from, you know, whatever reasons or act, you know, whether it was damaged or, you know, if he wasn't found, uh, he, he could, could have passed away. So anyway, uh, Apple's, you know, yay, save someone's lives. And I'm sure it could save many more, especially in this weather we're living in. Well, exactly. And, and, you know, I think the TV commercial was a guy that was hiking or cycling in the woods or something like that. And, and a similar situation, similar story. But it's 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 all the technology kind of rolled into one, though, isn't it? You know, first of all, they're monitoring your body. 
uh, and then they're using GPS. So, so when they make that 911 call, uh, they give you, they, they tell them, here are the coordinates. This is where this individual is right now. So they're not right. wandering around the forest for hours looking for you. They, they just go exactly to that spot. It's fabulous. It's a great innovation, a great idea. And uh, makes for a great gift, by the way. So you check that out. Uh, we're just about out of time. Very quickly, something about Peloton, because they've uh, they've been in the news an awful lot lately because I know sales have gone way down since people are starting to go back to work now. And they're not spending all their time at home. So what's Peloton doing about this? Well, what's happened right now is Peloton's been in a financial, I want to say, turmoil at this given time. And, you know, we've heard about it and, you know, with regards to Apple possibly purchasing it. But the old ways of doing it is you would buy a strap that would go over your chest. And in that time that you would wear this strap chest, it would basically monitor your heart rate, uh, determine your your burn and otherwise. Well, Peloton has now a $90 forearm that will monitor your heart rate. It's got LED indicators, kind of looks like something from Iron Man, you know, where they kind of look at their wrist and they can <laughs> see the, uh, yeah. the 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 details of what's going on with their medical condition so anyway the equipment works exactly with all of peloton's equipment particularly but it gives that real active understanding of your body without strapping it to your chest which can be somewhat uncomfortable if i don't i've used it once or twice and i'm like forget it uh i'll just use my smartwatch. but this this strap is less uh intrusive gives that better reading and makes you feel really cool when you're looking at your uh, looking at your forearm wondering uh, what your heart rate monitor is yeah you feel like robert downey jr uh we're out of time uh lots more coming on this we'll do this again next friday as always uh, adam have a great week thanks again for this and uh, congratulations once again on the uh on the tv show more about that later on right thanks bill yep i'll keep you posted you betcha the bill kelly show weekdays from nine to noon on 900 chml